It's Sunday, July 10th, episode 10 of the Incessant Buzz. Evening all, Ken here. How we doing? Hope everybody finds themselves well. Uh, it's been a nice, nice warm weekend, hasn't it, finally? Weekend without rain. We're actually getting into summer, finally, or sort of. Oh, good grief. Ten episodes. A little bit of a milestone in my mind. Didn't think I'd keep up with this. Well, shouldn't say I didn't think so. More along the lines of I don't typically keep up with stuff very well. Start and stop real quick. But this has been, uh, like I say, good outlet, enjoyable, and having fun. Let's keep it going. Uh, updates on the boys. Because there were a couple of things that uh, went on uh, this week. Harrison finally got his wheelchair. So that's been something. Um, when did he get that Tuesday, I believe? Uh, we were supposed to get it before the long weekend, uh, last week. And for those of you that don't know, I'm in Canada. Um, you know, so, uh, Canada Day weekend. Uh, we were, we had it Thursday, briefly. Um, they had to make some, uh, adjustments on the chair, add a couple things, change a couple things. So we finally got it back on, uh, this past Tuesday? I'm going with that, so, um, what else, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, so it's been, uh, it's been good, it's been great, it's, it's working, it's, it's helping him, I mean, for the most part, uh, we're having, uh, having a heck of a time with, with, uh, feeding the boy, um, <laughs> we're using his old car seat, so that was, uh, that was fun. Um, I'm not a slim guy, so having to fold myself almost in half, and I, I obviously exaggerate, um, the folding in half part, I'm fat, I don't fold. Um, but no, he was, you know, low to the ground in that thing. Um, it's not like we had it up on anything. Probably could have put it on the ottoman, that would have made life a bit easier, but uh, one of those things of, you know, not exactly safe. Um, and if he was up on, say, the, the kitchen table in that thing, it made things all the harder to to feed him in because if I'm sitting in a kitchen chair I'm that much lower than he is all of a sudden whereas with this we're at you know if I sit on the couch and I mean I typically do to feed him it's it's just easier there's more room and and I can you know uh, be comfortable um you know we're at a similar level so yeah that's that's been a that's been a plus I haven't had to uh I haven't had the luxury of taking him out and carting him around yet so um, I'm not sure that Brittany has either. We've, we've packed the, the, the thing around from, you know, our place to the in-laws and whatever, but, uh, yeah, um, it, it, we haven't had them, like I say, having, you know, to take them for a walk or had to go anywhere with them or anything in it, so, um, but it's, uh, you know, just a miniature version, essentially, of a, like an adult-sized, uh, tilt chair, so, you know, small casters in the front, the larger wheels in the rear. Um, you know, kind of like I say, a tilt chair, so it does tilt, so that you kind of not um, not just the seat back, but the entire uh, entire thing. So, um, and yeah, just you know, harnesses and headrest and the whole bit. So that has been um, you know game changing in regards to that that sweet boy. Um, and then as for Grayson, um, that tiny shithead is. Um, you know, days, and I, I say that, and he'll probably do it tomorrow, but
but uh, days from crawling he's he's been just uh you know just a meathead lately just funny and you know thinks everything's hilarious that i say and do to him and just happy so cut a couple of teeth now he looks extra goofy um we had him up thursday to the children's hospital that appointment did come and go uh and and i'll tell you you know i just don't understand how they do things up there uh we took him up and uh my understanding was we'd, we'd requested a different doctor. That, that was what I was made to understand. Uh, the doctor that he was going to be seeing, the, the um, neurosurgeon, um, rubbed me the wrong way when we first uh, met her. And uh, the plastic surgeon um, we knew of. We, no, we don't, obviously don't really know him, per se. Um, but we knew who he was prior from a prior appointment with Harrison. Um, we had him and another neurosurgeon kind of look at Harrison's head because he had a bit, he has a bit of a ridge. It's hard to notice now, but it was more prominent when he had less hair. Uh, but anyhow, um, yeah, so we, we knew the, uh, the plastic surgeon and the neurosurgeon we met with Harrison is the fellow we wanted. Um, and my understanding was Britt had been in contact with these folks up there, their booking clerk or whomever. We'd requested this doctor and uh, wouldn't you know it? We got the lady doctor again, and, and don't take that as though I have a problem with female doctors. I actually prefer female doctors more often than not. They 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 have more of a give a fuck level, depending on on you know certain ins or certain circumstances. But um, uh, yeah, anyhow, so she uh, still just very off putting. Um, but was more candid this time around, actually cursed, you know, uh, called the hospital shit show, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but whatever, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. Um, but was able to get, which they should have done months ago, uh, after the first consult, they were able to get Grayson, uh, a CT scan, um, you know, before we left because we weren't scheduled for that. And, uh, yeah, so that, that kid, he went through his first CT scan. So no imaging dye, um, you know, no injections, no nothing. He did have to have blood work earlier, but he, uh, you know, will poke in each arm, poor kid. And, and and his six-month shots earlier in the week, too. God, just a pincushion, the poor guy. Uh, the way they do it with the little ones there for the CT, this, this blew me away. I thought it was just hilarious. Like, I, I, when I looked at him, I was, I almost like burst out hysterically laughing um they kind of try to wrap them tight in a towel so that um there's no contact from the uh uh i i don't even know what you would call it, it it's like it's like a combination of straight jacket and an air mattress in one and essentially the, it's its function is they uh so they wrap the the child in the towel so there's no you know skin contact with uh, the you know rubber or whatever it is it's made of um and then uh they they throw that over um uh forgive me you know kind of cinch it up on his front uh it has a bunch of uh you know um harnesses basically on it that click together and then they just uh what they do then is they have an air pump 
on, you know, like the kind of what you would fill an air mattress with, except in this turn, what it's doing is reverse, where it's sucking the air out, so it holds them in place. So, thus the kind of almost straitjacket. Um, and that kid, he just, wide-eyed bewilderment, didn't know what the hell was going on, laid there motionless, quiet, it was incredible. Um, and then they just kind of, you know, lift him up, put his head in the cradle, and uh, then they do the CT on the skull. He was in and out with, in you know, once they finally got him in, um... He, he initially, they got him in the room and they had to bump him because they had an emergency CT go on. Um, tiny, a little tiny person. Uh, I'm not sure, male or female. Um, but something obviously very wrong there. And they'd only just gotten this poor, poor child to calm down. And uh, yeah, they, uh, they, like I say, they bumped us for a minute and uh, got that CT done. And then, like I say, got here, uh, Grayson in. Um, and they were done in seconds. Like literally just quick scan and it was over and, and quickly enough that like Brittany went to use the washroom and was not done in the washroom um you know by the time he was ready to rock they they you know the uh tech had called him a rock star I kind of laughed and he was just you know happy as a you know happy as a clam so I all around a great experience in that regard you know the kid's a champ um taken to the hospitals like I do apparently so that's that's well, kind of sick, but whatever. Uh, we had a bit of a scare on Friday evening. Um, we'd rounded the little morons up, and we'd gone over to the in-laws, and about 5 o'clock, uh, Brittany had gotten up. She was sitting at the, the um, table in her sister's kind of dining area, and... Uh, her mother kind of noticed, like, you know, kind of clutched her gut and, I don't know, thought she was having uh, what we like to call in this house a poo pain. Um, goes into the washroom. And next thing I know, she's calling for me, which is really bizarre because, like, you know, why am I being beckoned into the shitter? It's not like she's, uh, you know, wanting to show me this some gloriously massive turd or something. I Besides, uh... I don't want to see it. I mean, you know, like if it's impressive, maybe. Maybe. Anyhow, um, so I, I, I saunter on in there, and, and she said, you know, she looks like hell, and she's on the floor, and I'm, what's going on? And she says, I, I don't know, something's wrong. I, I think I'm going to faint. I'm going to pass out. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, she's not, you know, giving me any... Much to work on in that regard. And, uh... So I'm, you know, I'm absolutely dumbfounded. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? So I turn around. And, uh... I open the door and I, I holler for her mother to, to come here. Now, unbeknownst to me... I didn't find this out until... Was it yesterday, I believe? Yep, would have been yesterday. Uh, her mother thought I was pulling a fast one on her. Thought I was coaxing her into the washroom, much akin to what I thought Brittany was doing initially. Um, but her mother was convinced I'd, I'd let loose some uh, some rancid fart in the washroom and was convinced I was beckoning her to come in so I could make her, you know, suffer the scent of it. Didn't even cross my mind at the time, and, and now that I think back on it, I wish to hell I, you know, would have been able to. Um, 
because that's the you know sort of uh, relationship she and I have where I, I will actually like cup a fart in my palm and put it under her nose. So, <laughs> yes, I'm disgusting, I'm an asshole, I'm a piece of shit. You call me what you like, I don't give a fuck. It's a great game, and one day maybe you'll play it too. Um, yeah, back to Brit, so we're in there, and, 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 like, you know, next thing I know, her sister's in there with us, and, like, I'm cradling, you know, I, I cradled Brit's head up into a point where I kind of just tried to lay her down, and she was kind of laying on her arm sort of thing with her head, um, on her side, but... So my understanding is what she was going through was just this, this searing pain in her belly. Um, so bad that um, it laid her out. And she's moaning and she's, you know, stomping her, like smashing her foot on the, on the floor. And, and she's, you know, can't get up and we can't get her up. And I'm trying to like say, like, do you need, you know, do we need to call an ambulance to, can you get up? Can we drive you? And eventually her, her father just said, you know, fuck this, I'm calling an ambulance. And I thought, oh, good. That's what I need in my life, a $400 ambulance bill. Uh, fortunately, they're covered by my employer, as far as I know. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, so a first for both of us, because uh, I'd never ridden in the ambulance. Uh, and I got to ride shotgun, so that was kind of fun. Uh, she got to ride in the back um, and get hooked up to a morphine drip. So, uh, you know, I'm jealous, obviously, because for those of you that don't know, I like painkillers, um, not something I go out of my way to, uh, you know, uh, procure by any means. I'm, I'm not a drug addict by any means, so I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, but I do enjoy the good stuff. Uh, fentanyl, uh, I was dosed with it once, mm, five years ago. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's the good shit fucked me up royally, and I loved every second of it. Um, but not to mention, like, after my... Because well, that was for a, a bunion surgery. Um, <laughs> the the staff at the hospital I was at in Cardston um, had me uh, dosing myself up more um, with whatever... I can't remember what they sent me home with. It might have been tramadol or something. Uh, but they basically said, yeah, you want to stay ahead of the pain. Okay. Yep, that was a fun car ride. And a fun day of delirium. So, back to uh, Brittany here. So she gets dosed in the ambulance. And, uh, you know, we get over there uh, to the hospital. And they're unloading her. <laughs> and out of my mouth comes, Oh, that's a cute paper cone you got there. They've given her, it's it's a, a paper cone uh, that kind of sits, you know, in the opening of a plastic bag. In case you were to barf. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently my sense of humor didn't uh, dwindle at all in all of this. Um, that said, uh, nobody panicked in this instance. It was just like, nope, she's down, we're, we're doing this, this, off we go. Um, you know, I was running around collecting this, that, and the other thing, making sure the uh, um, EMTs, EMS, whatever they are, um, would have the, uh, you know, uh, accurate uh, healthcare stuff that they needed. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, they roll her in there. Um, and I get made to wait for, fuck, I bet you two hours at least. I'm not really sure, because time kind of got away from me. It might have been closer to three. So we sat and we sat and we sat. Or, well, individually, you know, alone. Um, and then finally they, they call me back and she's in a bed and 
So they get her to do a urine test, which I thought, okay, that's that's odd. Like that, that's what we're starting with. Not an ultrasound. Actually, no. They might have started with an ECG or for some EKG, depends on whatever you want to call it. Electrocardiogram, by the way. Uh, yeah, like a, a heart trace, essentially. Um, yeah, so they might have, I can't remember which one they started with, but they, those were like the two first tests, or, you know, the first two tests, sorry. And, uh, yeah, and then, and then eventually they call in the phlebotomist to, you know, draw blood, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know get told that'll be about half an hour, whatever. So we're asked, you know, at that point, because they're as, as swamped as they are, and, and, and for those of you that know Lethbridge, you understand how busy our emergency room can get. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, we don't have urgent care in the city. Um, we don't have walk-in clinics for the most part anymore. We don't, we don't have a lot of stuff anymore. Uh, COVID kind of killed a lot of that, and, and just... Uh, you know, the general uh, um, clientele, if you will, that, that kind of utilize these services. They're not always the best people in the world. Now, I'm not saying they don't deserve help, but oftentimes, and especially with our city, because we're, you know, experiencing the shortage of doctors, um, everybody and their dog goes to that hospital for the emergency room to see a doctor, basically. If they don't have a doctor or, you know, it's after hours or it's the weekend or whatever. Um, there are outlying emergency rooms, or outlying hospitals in outlying towns, uh, obviously with emergency rooms. Um, but I was made to understand people don't always venture out that way because some of them may not have the equipment, you know, in these more rural areas. Uh, ultrasound, x-ray, that sort of thing at these facilities, which I kind of found to be a bit outlandish. Um, yeah, so anyhow, like I say, no x-ray, no, no ultrasound, no nothing. Um, Brittany doesn't have a recollection of kind of, she, she remembers going into the bathroom, doesn't remember a lot of what happened in there, just remembers basically being like, I'm not going to argue, call the ambulance sort of thing. Um, and then kind of remembers, you know, being a bit more coherent because they, they'd hit her, hit her once with morphine in the, in the, in the ambulance. And then second, a second time at the hospital, and it really kind of cleared up what was going on. I guess not fully, but to a greater degree. Uh, she was offered Tylenol or whatever morphine. Well, she basically offered whatever. Um, she didn't think she needed more morphine, but she did end up taking some Tylenol uh, to kind of help, you know, ride it out a little further. Um. So we come to find out, basically, her pancreas enzymes were elevated, uh, from, and this is from the blood work. Um, but we weren't actually given any sort of you know, prognosis or um, anything like that. So with that said, she was, you know, um, told she'd be getting a phone call for an outpatient uh, ultrasound. Uh, did she kind of check her, you know, lower abdomen because that's where the pain was the worst? Um, and, and then basically we would go from there. So they kind of, you know, obviously want to see if there's anything wrong, all of which will go to her family doctor and they'll discuss further if there are any problems. Um, we kind of narrowed it down to three possibilities of what might have caused it. But as far as we understand it, it was odd, odds are it was acute pancre uh, pancreatitis. Uh, 
so we're trying to figure out exactly what the the you know to pinpoint what the cause might have been um so kind of some reading i've done uh info sent to me by my darling dum-dum sister thank you laura um where do i begin um during her pregnancy with grayson she was dealing with both gallstones and gestational diabetes so i kind of chalked it up to one of those two things in my mind initially i i, I was convinced it was um uh, an appendix attack but apparently the pain isn't that severe uh with appendix like excruciating i guess is, is what we'll call it uh, a blinding searing pain from what i understand is what she had uh, we also kind of wondered if might it, it might not have been uh, caused by the or may have been uh, caused by the uh, IUD she had put in um, a couple months ago. But if she was going to have you know any problems with that, it should have already kind of reared its ugly head, if you will. Um, and the one thing I didn't take into account it was what something my sister you know uh, she'd sent me a it was the screenshot uh from wikipedia on pancreatitis and uh apparently can be brought on by alcohol as well um she'd only had you know a couple of beer uh a couple of beers whatever beer and clam mix clamato for those of you that don't understand the reference um or the uh, abbreviation or whatever shortened version uh yeah so chances are it's not the not the beer and i don't i don't think she'd had beer for over a week so um or anything else for that matter so chances are it wasn't caused by that um and even you know like that minimal amount shouldn't have been you know a driving force there um of the four i'm likely to blame the gallstones now you know, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. But I also think it, it, there might be something to do. You know, it might be the um, a lingering, you know, something from the diabetes. But we don't know for sure. So, or diabetes. Depends on how you pronounce it, where you're from. And I don't care how it's pronounced. I, mean, I say both. I honestly couldn't give a fuck. Um, yeah, so that, that, was, uh, that was a wild... Uh, wild friday evening we didn't get out of there till about close to midnight i think or no we got over to her parents place and her old sister's place blah 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 long story there doesn't matter um yeah but we didn't get over there till i think it was midnight or so finally got to have some dinner um you know a couple of uh, exceptionally well uh well not well done but uh, well done in the sense that they were very, very nicely done. Uh, not well done as though they were overcooked and disgusting. Uh, roasts that her father had uh, had smoked over the day. Oh my God. Good, good piece of beef. But anyhow, um, yeah. So by that, by the time all was said and done, we got home at like one o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, whereas we thought we would be home by like you know nine or ten o'clock that evening. So, yeah. Round and round she goes. So that, that that was something. Yeah, so all in all, everybody's good. Uh, healthy, questionable. 
Um, I'm the only one that hasn't had any problems in the last, uh, oh, last several weeks, months, whatever. I mean, I get my aches, my pains, my, my what have yous, but, uh, mostly I'm good. So that's amazing considering I'm the one that's, you know, uh, in my, you know, er, er, the, the very early stages of middle age and, uh, you know, out of shape and, uh, I mean, I've dropped a fair bit of weight since, you know, Toronto, um, trying to get, trying to get down to 250 here, not, not having a good, uh, good go of it, but I probably need a bit more exercise in there, and I'll be honest, I don't want to, I'm lazy, I hate sore muscles, hell, I get a sore abdomen from sex, and I'm, I'm, I'm upset, you know, and I only, you know, my, uh, my sexual conquests don't usually last more than a few minutes, so, yeah, I'm that out of shape. Um, yeah, otherwise, like I say, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't just keeled over lately. But, you know, if the heart attack's coming, it's whatever, probably down the, a few years down the road yet, I'm sure. So, um, yeah, so we're... Uh, I mean, I failed to mention with with everything that happened with Grayson, um, we still didn't get a concrete date uh, as to when we're, they're going to have uh, or, uh, schedule a surgery. Uh, we should hopefully know by the end of the week, this coming week here, um, kind of where they're they're at on that. Um, the plastic surgeon kind of looked him over and went, "There is a possibility he may not need surgery," and I kind of sat there and went. We've delayed this for as long as we fucking have. We went this route because we didn't want to have to have him in a helmet because we were told that the person they were working with in Lethbridge they don't work with anymore based on the fact that they were having um, some issues with this person not adjusting helmets properly for kids. And I sat there and went, well, fuck. Like, that, that's not optimal. So, you know, when, and this is going back several months, um, this was, mm, late March, or, mm, yeah, no, this would have been March, I think, um, is when they looked them over the first time, and, uh, you know, they basically said, like, there, there were two routes we could go, they could, you know, perform, um, they could open both sutures endoscopically, because he's got a, what is it? It's the my topic and something or other. I can't remember the the terminology, but basically, yeah, um, because he doesn't have he didn't have a soft spot at birth. Basically, his skull was was fused already, um, so his head is growing oblong. That's again why I call him Peanut Head because he, his head looks like a fucking peanut, or well, less a cashew, but it's it's you know more peanut. Um, Anyhow, so we were made to understand that they, they could do it endoscopically. Uh, it's less invasive, you know, less chance of, uh, you know, losing her loss of blood, blah, 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 the easier route in their mind. Uh, unfortunately, uh, with that all said, the poor guy um, would have to be basically be up at Calgary every two fucking weeks. Now, um, at the time, price of gas was terrible. Now, I couldn't even fathom, you know, fast forward to, to this current date where... Uh, gas is a dollar ninety-three pretty much everywhere around Lethbridge, except for Costco and a couple of other smaller outfits. Um, 
yeah, so imagine that, trying to, you know, uh, make bi-weekly trips to Calgary for minor adjustments for resettlement for upwards of like a year, right? Like, that, fuck. So, back to it, that was our, that was option A. Option B was the full cranial vault surgery, which is, you know, the, the kind of, um, it's almost like a zigzag, like, uh, semicircle. It goes kind of from ear to ear, uh, you know, uh, over the, the, uh, center of the, the skull. Um, you know, blood loss is, is greater, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. They perform these surgeries all the time. Hell, my wife has a friend whose son, is it last month? Had that surgery? As performed by the plastic surgeon we're seeing. The one who didn't want to do the sur you know, that surgery for our son, which I thought, well, now that I'm seeing all this, I'm like, fuck you, man. Just, you know, just do it. Just get it done, get it over with, and let's carry on. Um, anyhow, um, yeah, and, and that kid had the full to-do. Uh, the scar is, is, you know, looks fine. Um, nothing... You know, whatever. Nothing hair won't cover up. That's that's the thing. Like, hair will cover these scars. Not as though they're going to have, like, a fucking zipper or whatever, you know, looking scar on their fucking scalp. Um, and, and, and then have just this bald patch that, that uh, divides, you know, their their hair. Fucking whatever. So, uh, yeah, so then, like I say, like, so then... After he looks him over, like he, he implies that you know he may not need it. Well, so where are we now? We're no further ahead than we were then, and we've almost come full circle back to what feels like you know might be a helmet. Only in this point, or in this instance, and this is the part that pisses me off the most, we we decided to forego that because it was a matter of cost because we can't you know, afford to drive to Calgary every two fucking weeks. Um, I mean, the wear and tear alone on the van, you know, would, not to mention we just dropped almost $1,000, well, over $800, I should say, not, not almost $1,000, um, on, on, you know, getting the, the AC reach, or, well, the whole HVAC system um, up and running properly again, and then getting the recharge done and, and what all, you know, whatever else goes with that. Um you know, so we go through all that, now, now they, you know, like, if we have to get this kid a helmet now, that's, what do they run, two, three thousand dollars, I think, to, you know, adjust, you know, like, to basically, like, squeeze his head into, you know, almost a soccer ball kind of shape, from what I'm under, or made to understand, and I don't mean, like, with the, you know, the flat, um, what are they, hexagons, something like that. You know, not 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 like that, but like I mean, you know, like that kind of like a basketball or whatever, like that sort of a rounded appearance, which just fuck like. So you, it's baffling to think that um, that they just don't really, you know. I mean, again, we haven't seen them in months, but you know, they don't take into account what people may or may not have to go through. Um, yeah, so anyhow, I I don't know that there's funding for, for a fucking helmet. Um, you know, and, and it's a medical apparatus at the end of the day. 
there shouldn't ugh, I hate that there shouldn't have to be a charge for it you know um, I'm not saying that or, or at least like there, there should be a um, you know some sort of cost share or, or whatever um, that allows for us to you know get this thing rather than um, you know like I say a two or two three thousand dollar touch um, you know we're a, we're a paycheck to paycheck household uh, the wife's on mat leave still which again as I've talked about in the past is a bit of a pittance granted we are going to see uh, our child tax go up now uh, which you know whatever like still that's not something that you know everybody's oh well you get your baby bonus blah 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 yeah well if and, if and when Brit goes back to work <laughs> we may not get it anymore you know we're only getting as much as we are because we are making much less than we were uh, as a household you know so it's not something I want to fucking hinge on every month like it's fucking outlandish um, but again like there's no you know subsidy no nothing for these things so uh, we can uh, we're playing it by ear until we find out what they really want to do um, hopefully that scan yields some some results and I, I mean whatever happens happens you know it would be a positive if you didn't have to go through surgery you know um, but in the same breath I would almost think it would be a bigger boon to um, getting his head back to the shape it should be if he were to you know have it um, surgically repaired I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly like, and guys, feel free to weigh in. You know, um, like fuck, feel free to, to message me wherever if you if you think otherwise, or if you if you can suggest something, you know, that maybe we don't don't know or whatever. Um, I mean, I'm 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 all ears. I'm happy to hear it. Um, you know, these are these are the uh, you know kind of things that I you know other people have obviously gone through. So you know, if you know. Feel free to share, you know, impart your wisdom. Um, you know, my socials are uh, prevalent. Uh, you know, you can find me on either my own or, uh, you know, if you know who I am. And uh, the Incessant Buzz also has, um, you know, it exists. Feel free to, you know, or uh, hit me up on these things. Like, fuck, that's, I, I try to encourage you guys every week to, to you know, throw it out there, throw a message out there, uh, hit me up, whatever, um, you know, commentary or, uh, you know, compliments, complaints, I don't give a shit, let me know what you want, what, what, what I could do, anyhow, uh, what I'm asking here, though, uh, obviously, is, uh, you know, if, if you do know something regarding, uh, you know, something like this, uh, regarding uh, a child's skull, uh, you know, if you, if you can think of a better way, honestly, I, I, I would love to hear it. Um, so yeah, all in all, um, busy week with medical stuff, you know, one way or the other. Um, not really sure, you know, what to, what to expect anymore, so, um, sure we're going to have an appointment coming up in the next little bit for Harrison. I can't remember when we last saw the, uh, Metabolics team, uh, But I gotta, I gotta think like that's that's coming soon. I know, 
Like we had to reschedule because of the the AC debacle in the van. We had to reschedule both his uh, uh, cardiologist appointment. Who I think have discussed this. We we're trying to get him in with my former cardiologist from when I was a kid, uh, but unfortunately, it's just he's uh, going into semi-retirement here, so it's not to be. Um, but one of his associates will be. Um, you know, looking after Harrison in that regard. So, uh, I have all the confidence in the world in in uh, in, in this new fella. Um, you know, if he's uh, if he's good enough for the uh, the other or my my former cardiologist or pediatric cardiologist, then uh, he's good enough for my kid. That's that's how I'm looking at it. So. You know, I don't, uh, like I say, I don't see any issues there. And, and, and I hope, you know, it all works out beautifully. Um, I hope there are no issues, honestly. Because, uh, again, they're going to have to do, well, at least the ECG. Um, I don't really see anything else unless that comes back uh, wonky. And I hate to say it, honestly, I don't know how much they're going to be doing... I mean, if there is a problem, you know, quality of life is one thing, but like, with an already limited, you know, um, time frame for Harrison, I don't see, like, if, if there's a, you know, major surgery needed, I don't see them doing it. I don't know, maybe that's just me being, um, uh, not pessimistic necessarily, but maybe be more of a realist. Um, I'm not saying like I don't want to see my son healthy, but do you bog down the system and wait months upon months upon months for a surgery that you know while should resolve an issue? And again, I'm not saying Harrison has anything wrong with his ticker. This is all hypothetical, of course. But do they do all that only to find out it doesn't help or it just, you know, prolongs his life a week, a month, a day, you know, for minimum a day to, you know, the most, like, what, a year, six months? I don't know. I don't know what any of it would look like. So it's, it's you know, a lot of question marks there. Uh, but again, that, that ECG doesn't prove everything. It only proves that maybe there's, you know, an, an anomaly or... Um, you know, certain function is is not accurate or, or um, working correctly. Um, yeah, and and with that all said, odds are, I mean, they'd have to do another ultrasound. Pardon me, echocardiogram, uh, which really is just a fancy term for an ultrasound on the heart. Um, I know this because I've had a billion of them. X-rays. Through and through, I've had those as well, and I mean, for Harrison, that's a harder, harder thing to achieve because he's got to be horizontal, um, and he is not a happy camper, um, you know, on on the uh, X-ray tables. Uh, we've been through it; it is fucking awful. Um, I feel for the guy, you know, because when it happens, I have to be in a lead vest too, uh, along with the techs, and I don't love it. Um, I don't love it for him, I don't love it for me, and, and just, it's x-rays, they suck, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, 
I mean, push comes to shove. If there's something wrong, they'll have to do ultrasound for sure. So, or uh, echocardiogram, forgive me. Uh, following that, or prior to that, I can't remember which appointment comes when. Um, there's also the ophthalmologist again, which, holy fuck, like, <laughs> the first time we went, I can't remember when that was, but we were supposed to, I think it was February, actually. February, February. Pronounce it however you will. I, I know what I like. Whatever. Sorry, extra thirsty tonight. Um, the last time we were there, poor guy had to see this woman's semi-retired partner. And quite frankly, um, it was almost as though she'd resurrected him from the dead. Honestly, I think she exhumed his fucking corpse, performed some fucking ritual, and, and you know, jammed some life and some fucking fresh guts back into this goddamn corpse. Nice guy-ish, I guess. I didn't really get a read on him. And again, this was, you know, not at the height of COVID by any means, but we were still uh, fully masked. Well, I guess we would still be fully masked in that building. That's a pain. That's something I'm still not happy about. And, and you know, take it for what it is. I'm, I've been fed up with masking for, well, since we've had to start. I hate it, um, especially yesterday Pardon me, Friday. That was awful. Like, you know, basically in a mask from... Uh, fuck, 5.30 or so in the evening up until about, you know, close to midnight. Like, I don't envy... I don't envy medical staff and, and the fact that they have to, you know, have these damp, irritating, fucking terrible... Like, they cut into the back of my ears. All I can smell is my rancid breath. It's fucking getting damp and gross. And, you know, just... Ugh. You know, honestly, I'd, I'd rather... I'd rather snort a fucking ashtray than wear a goddamn mask anymore. Not my thing. Um... But anyhow, yeah, this last go-around, like, with this, like I say, corpse, um, we can barely understand the guy. And Harrison's bawling, you know, like, he's tired. It's They booked the appointment at a shit time of day, you know, and, and just, it was not uh, not great. Plus, he dilated his eyes. And, you know, uh, for those of you that have been through, you know, that with the, the eye drops and what have you, um you know how long that takes to wear off, you know what it's like, you know, the whole fucking gamut, like, it's not, not a comfortable fucking thing, so, I don't know, I don't know what they expect to find, I don't know if they expect to find, you know, limited uh, vision, or no, you know, he's not blind, from what I can tell, um, you know, his eyes still flicker around, and, and I assume they see things, how well is a, is a good question, um, Yeah, I don't know. That one's that one's going to be a tough, you know, tough appointment. Uh, and I don't know. I hope it's earlier in the day. I mean, that would be optimal. Um, but this is a kid who doesn't travel well either, you know. So that, that's another thing that, that doesn't, you know, that we he hasn't got going for him. Uh, you know, by the time we get there, if he hasn't slept a good part of the way or the whole way, and I mean, I pray he sleeps all the way, um... He could be a very, very miserable little boy. Um, we've tried dosing him for, for car rides with um, 
uh, pediatric or children's Benadryl, thinking that would help. Or did it? No. Maybe we did that one night for sleep. It did fucking nothing, regardless. Um, it doesn't matter what when it was used. It, it fucking did absolutely nothing for us, so... Yeah, it, it sucked. It was, um... I think we actually did for sleep one night, because he was, I don't know, waking up middle of the night, just fucking, like, losing his mind, I think is what it was. So we tried it one night, you know, um... As someone had suggested it to us, and... Yeah, I, I don't think I'd, uh... Don't think it'd bother again. Um, I don't know. He's got a he's got this nice 360 uh, car seat that you know basically it it's been it swivels on its base essentially, um, and uh, so he can be forward facing or rear facing. Um, when he's rear facing, he's all the more you know kind of reclined and, and comfortable. So it's it's really you know phenomenal in that regard. Um, and it's all the easier to load them in and out with. That's the whole idea behind it is you can basically run this seat till he's like fucking 10 years old for my cat. Like about 120 pounds is, is its weight max or capacity limit maximum, whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how long it's good for. He's two. So, I mean, if we make it to 10 with him, you know, it's that's eight years. I don't know if it's still good for that long or... If the five years is the max for the shelf life of a car seat anymore, I really don't know anymore. Um, but yeah, it's uh, again, it's it's made uh, you know our lives easier too because like you can, you know, you lock him in, we drive somewhere, we stop, you know, and then we can uh, lift a couple of, um, I don't even know what you would call them, pins essentially. They have handles. Heard me, handles on them. And, uh, yeah, lift it up, and then you can just spin it so that he's uh, facing out, uh, you know, looking out the, the side door of the van. And, uh, you know, loading him in and out that way. Holy fuck. It has been phenomenal. Again, another game changer. Like, that that has just, oh, my God, because the, the car seat prior was a fucking abomination. It was a hand-me-down that somebody had given us just to be polite. Um... We're not to be not to be polite, but because it still had some time on it or whatever, and um, you know we took it thinking, well, this saves us some money, and uh, you know what? And I've, I'd have rather have not uh, not taken it. It was just just a piece of shit. It's hard to load him into. It's hard to get him strapped into. It's just not comfortable for him. Made me mad. You know, the, the whatever. Just bullshit. Uh... Yeah, so those are those are the appointments I think we have for that guy. If there's anything else, like I say, metabolics or something else, or because he does see a neuro, uh, neurologist and her, not partner, but cohort, I guess, or, or whatever you want to call her. Um, but they kind of work in tandem, I guess, with a bunch of stuff they do at the children's hospital. Um, so there's that. So, I mean, like, we do have a fairly, shouldn't say large team for him, but uh, we have a team regardless. So, um, months ago, you know, we were made to understand, like, we would have this um, metabolics doctor, metabolicist. Sure, let's say that's what he's called. I don't know. Uh, but it's a metabolics doctor regardless, um, who's fantastic, young guy that I really like. Um, 
you know, we've got a couple of, or we've got one caseworker or social worker. Um, she's great. Who the fuck else is working with Harrison? So far, that's it. But I was made to understand there'd be a dietitian involved, which we haven't seen yet. Um, I thought there was going to be a specialized pharmacist as well. Uh, but we haven't seen that either. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if we're on that route yet or not. Uh, I, I unfortunately, truly, honestly, pardon me, truly and honestly believe that our next step for the boy, and uh, this 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 one just hurts me, I, and I don't know why. I know it makes things easier for him and for us. Um, we are of the understanding that in at a certain point, we will eventually probably have to have him um, in for a brief procedure to have a, um, a G-tube put in. Um, I don't think anybody really wants to go the route of an NG tube, which is the uh, the, the one that goes down through the sign or you know the nostril or whatever back of the, that goes in through the nostril and down the back of the throat uh, for feeding. I think uh, I mean odds are the one that they're going to go with is the one that basically goes into the belly. Um, you know, it's got a, uh, like a flange and whatnot. It's almost like an ostomy kind of setup. Um, I, I I don't know that he's necessarily on track for that like in the immediate future, but it will come, I think, um, just a matter of time, I guess. Uh, but that kid is still eating very well. Um, he, he still loves food, you know. Um, water is the hard part right now. Like, we're... We have to syringe feed him water or liquids, typically. Um, you know, and, and people have talked to us about uh, uh, the thickened liquids. And and for those of you that aren't familiar with it, and I don't fault you for that, because most people aren't familiar with um, these thickeners or these thickened liquids, as I, as I call them, because uh, that's essentially what they are called. It's essentially gelatinous fucking liquids. I guess, um, not so much jello per se, uh, but yeah, it is, it's, 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 um, kind of gummed up a bit, uh, so that it can be taken down a little more easily because like, you know, for some, like just liquids run out of one's mouth sort of thing. Like, whereas this, you know, we could probably spoon feed them water or, or you know, like fruit juice or something um rather than you know syringe feeding him and then not getting enough fluid into him and whatnot and having it run everywhere and blah 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 uh not that it's been harmed like, you know you get you get syringes with your children's advil or your pediatric whatever you know infant sorry uh advil and, and tylenol um the tylenol ones work better because they're the tip of them are touch longer um you know, so I can kind of get that past his teeth a bit better. Because uh, he's still a bit... He does bit... He puts up a bit of a fight. Um, you know, especially once he's fed up or once he's full. Um, he just kind of clamps down and won't open his mouth. So, it's funny, you know, like for a kid who's got very limited function and, and, and then can't communicate and do much of anything, he still uh, 
you know, he has enough function to kind of, you know, let us know, mostly let us know, I shouldn't say fully, uh, you know, what's wrong or if he's done with something or whatever, right? You know, I mean, uh, what was I doing earlier? Can't entirely recall, but he... No, I do recall. I was playing video games and the wife was napping. <laughs> um, and he woke up while I was midway uh, through a mission in the one game I'm playing. And uh, I, I thought, well, fuck. Please don't wake up your brother. Um, I'm almost done. Like, just hang tough, kid. And then sure as fuck, he woke up his brother, which, mm, shock, whatever. Uh, but to, to get back to the point, you know, he was whining and complaining because he'd shit himself. And, uh, you know, poor guy, like, we have to give him, uh, you know, restore lax, a stool softener. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty much daily. And, uh, you know, we were giving him um, toddler uh, formula mixed in with his, um, basically we give him sort of, not necessarily pablum, but like very much pablum, essentially. It's a bit different. Um, so we mix that all together and, you know, kind of that collegiate concoction and, uh, you know, it's got a probiotic in it. So the, the kid's basically being hammered with fucking, you know, um, you know, this, that, and the other thing to, uh, help him shit. And, uh, poor guy, my God, like he just, it just makes him drop cow pies basically. And, uh, you know, no wonder he was upset. And I mean, I would have been too laying there in my own filth fucking waiting for somebody to come to my aid. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, that's about that. I mean, so there's, there's the update on the family. I, you know, I had, uh, different plans for this episode and, uh, wouldn't you know it, it's basically been a medical disaster <laughs> to a certain degree. So that's, uh, you know, that's been the week in a nutshell. Um, you know, the highs of our and lows of our week, I suppose. Um, long story short, out of all of it, I still didn't get any good drugs. Uh, I'm still a little jealous, um, but I'm happy everybody's okay. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been daunting, I won't lie, but, uh, you know, getting smiles from the kids, that's, that's what's keeping me soldiering all night, I don't know. That little bastard now, he's just, uh, you know, lights up my life. And I know that sounds fucking stupid and cliche and, and mushy and what have you. Uh, but I don't give a shit. That kid, uh, that kid just adores me and, uh, fuck if I don't just adore him too. So, and I'm hoping that's, uh, you know, as much of uh, the problem as we have with everything in the next little while, I, I don't want to come to find out that there's something, you know, shows up on that ultrasound for Brittany. God for, God fucking forbid it. I, I truly mean that. Like, holy fuck. You know, we've been through so much as it is. Add one more thing to it all. And I don't think we can, you know, I don't think we can sustain sanity in this house. Truly and honestly. Uh, the end of the day, I honestly believe if if that if anything, and I mean anything major, I guess, 
comes from that ultrasound, I might actually have to be committed. Um, I really hope nothing comes of it, I guess, you know, it's, she, she knows I need her, I don't think she realizes just how much I really do need her, um, and I'm not trying to be selfish here, but, uh, you know, that's, it's one of those things, like, you don't, I don't take it for granted that she's in my life, and I, I truly, I need that woman in my life. I don't know that, one, I can manage those kids on my own for any amount of time. You know, I can barely make it through an afternoon with the two of them together. Jesus Christ, let alone, like, what, if, you know, if, God forbid, if something were to happen. And on top of that, just, yeah, I don't want to see her go through anything, honestly. And, you know, I mean, I, th I think the majority of you would say the same. You don't want to see your, your significant other fucking have something happen to them, obviously. Um, yeah. It, it, it's just a, an, an unthinkable thing, you know. And hopefully it's, like I said, hopefully it's nothing. Honestly, that that that, that is the, the, you know, the hope here, truly. Um, that's what all of us would want. And I know that's what she wants, that's what I want. Let it be nothing, let us move on, everything will be hunky-dory. You know, that sort of bullshit, right? Like, again, more cliche bullshit, but, uh, I don't know, just, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, we just, we need to catch a break, that, that's the biggest problem. She, you know, it just doesn't feel like we can catch a break, all we can seem to catch is bullshit. Um, but I, I, yeah. I'm not going to say I have my feelings or suspicions or whatever. I mean, I don't know what to think of this one. Because as quickly as it came, it, you know, obviously it wasn't going away without fucking painkillers, like heavy painkillers. Um, just don't know anymore, so. With that all said, everybody, I, uh, I think I'm cutting it. Short, well, not short. Uh, we're almost at the hour mark, and, you know, that's pretty close uh, to kind of where we go. So, but I am gonna, I'm gonna end it here. I'm gonna cut her off, and, uh, I'm gonna be done with it for tonight. Got done early, um, you know, got started earlier than I expected, so that was kind of nice. I, I wanted to start at 8 o'clock, and God forbid my company would leave, so, you know, um, If anything does arise from this, I will post an update. Um, you know, if if there is one to be posted, um, let's hope for you know no update, no news is good news. That that's how I'm treating that. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, just uh, yeah, let's let's fingers crossed and all that jazz, right? Like just hope and pray that well or whatever. You know, whatever it is you do, sacrifice a virgin or, uh, um, you know, burn effigies or something. I don't, I don't fucking know what people do anymore. I, I know there's, you know, prayer is a nice, uh, you know, whatever. It, it, it works for some. It's a nice gesture, whatever. It's, you know, what people do. Uh, not for me. Couldn't give a shit. Keep them, um, you know, to yourself. I don't, I don't want to hear it, but, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to be a dick, just who I am. Um, yeah, anyhow, this is, uh, you know, me saying goodnight, so long, farewell, you know, whatever. Um, as always, hug your kids, 
don't take them for granted. Um, you know, and with that, adieu. Good night, everybody.